There is only one you, and that is your superpower. You can't F that up. However, you can get stuck. That's why I created this space called Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons. Unstuck Yourself is about figuring out what has you feeling frustrated, isolated, or depleted of energy so that you're able to unstuck yourself on your journey through life when you don't know how to move forward. Unstuck yourself in your career that no longer excites and challenges you. Unstuck yourself with negative thoughts that seem to be doing cartwheels in your head consistently. I don't have the answers. You do. You always have. I'm providing the time, space, and grace for you to reconnect to that knowing. I'm Crystal Simmons, coach, speaker, and facilitator, and I'm grateful you made it here. Let's begin to unstuck yourself. Hold, please. We'll be back right after these dope messages. sound. That's the sound of being able to eat whatever your yummy tummy desires while completing your Invisalign treatment. I love food. So I was ecstatic to still eat what I wanted by simply popping out those Invisalign aligners when I was ready to eat, which was super dope, especially compared to those days of restricted snacks with the traditional braces. Invisalign lets you do you. Not to mention they feel better and are less painful than braces. Invisalign gets you the results you want in as little as six months. Now, peeps, please note that that treatment time does vary depending on Invisalign product type, your wear time, and the complexity of what you and your soon-to-be straight teeth need. So that must be determined by your doctor. Call Bates Orthodontics today at 804 808-4268. And if you're listening to this late at night, then visit them at BatesBraces.com. That is B-A-T-E-S-B-R-A-C-E-S.com. BatesBraces.com to book your free consult by clicking on the bright green button and following the three easy steps to reserve your appointment today. And for the peeps that are outside of Virginia, visit Invisalign.com. That is I-N-V-I-S-A-L-I-N-G-N.com and enter your zip code to find the best Invisalign provider for you. Let the dope peeps at Bates Orthodontics know Crystal sent you from the Unstuck Yourself with Crystal Simmons podcast and send me pics. I want to see those soon-to-be straight teeth peeps. Welcome back, peeps. It's me, Crystal, your favorite unstuck corporate coach, speaking about things you didn't know you could speak about with your coach. And today is no different. So as life keeps lifing, Crystal's triple A's will increase your awareness to what is and isn't working for you and highlight your innate abilities to take purposeful and intentional action. So today's Crystal Town update, where do I start? So much has been happening in Crystal Town. Last week, I completed my final round of modules for coach training with IPEC, which is the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. 30 (laughs) intensive, um, expansive, 30 hours. 30 hours, peeps. 10 hours per day. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Not this past weekend, the weekend before. So after completing that 
feeling sad to separate from my fellow cohort members, NRG. We are the dopest and I'm so excited for what we create with all IPEX tools, the skills they've instilled in us. And we've had chances to do one-on-one coaching, group coaching, small group coaching, large group coaching. So those 30 hours wasn't just like a womp, a womp, 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 a womp. It was so interactive. And even though kind of taxing, like with time, we had so many breaks, but it was our anniversary, me and Devon's anniversary, um, May 15th, which was the last day of training. So that was bittersweet because I wanted to celebrate my anniversary, but I also wanted to complete my, my training. So just all of those feels so close to obtaining my certification as a professional coach. And I'm really excited about that because this journey began back in November 2021. Shout out to my first business coach, Katie. She actually told me about the Coaching for Everyone, the nonprofit who's dedicated to certifying Black, Indigenous, people of color each and every year by partnering with coaching programs. And IPEC is one of the best coaching programs. If you don't know, look it up. But it's just, ooh. And that's, she, she planted that seed last year I would say around June or July, because I remember checking their website over and over and over again. So if you're interested in becoming a coach, definitely check out Coaching for Everyone and also just look up IPEC as well. But like I mentioned, Devon and our anniversary was on May the 15th. So with all of that training downloaded into my brain, sitting at my desk, which is dope as F, got a new desk, got a new chair because I knew I'd be sitting in that training for 30 hours, I was like, um, let me be nice to my butt and get a nice chair because I've been working remotely. My part-time job, I've been sitting at my desk even more. So I was like, mm, this would be smart. I am a problem solver. So, but yeah, not being able to fully celebrate our anniversary is kind of, hmm, but we are planning on celebrating the end of this month, but it's still not the same. And then... After our training was completed, they allowed us to have access to this ELI, which is um, another part that I could become certified in, which I'm really excited for because it's called ELI, which is Energy Leadership Index. And it's an assessment that I can utilize with my coaching clients, corporate team coaching, workshops. The possibilities are endless. And this assessment, we got to do it on ourselves and then partner with each other and go back and forth and practice. And I'm just really excited to obtain this certification in the ELI assessment. Really excited to use that with my clients and allow them the ability to be able to tap into their different levels of energy and recognizing it, seeing it black and white and being able to make that decision. Do I want to show up with this level of energy when stress is presented to me? Do I need to use this level of energy just to push through? None of it is good or bad, but I'm just really, really excited. So when they dropped that on us and said we could become certified, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. But we are required to complete five individual debriefs with our fellow cohort members in order to become certified. And then we'll watch a couple of webinars on top of me completing my certification as a professional coach. 
So just adding more to the list in addition to traveling, in addition to my part-time job, in addition to just living and taking care of myself. I've been overwhelmed. I've been tired. I've been like, ugh. But thankfully today I got to complete my second of the total of the five ELI debriefs that are required of us. And I did it today with my fellow cohort member, Wanika, which was so dope because there are different people completing this debrief with me. Each of them is allowing me to see myself in a different light and interpret that information, which is awesome for me as a coach, but also allowing me to be able to share that experience with my clients when they go through it. But shout out to Wanika. She gave me so much. Ugh, I think this is the third time I've been able to get a different perspective because we got to practice during our third module. But yeah, it just brings me joy and I'm realizing that I'm really, really, mm, I'm deserving of all these dope connections that, that I'm, that I'm creating. So yeah. All right. Time for the dope train. All aboard. So today's topic, pursuing pleasure part two from the series, shame, doubt, and fear. Oh my. And what we'll do is first we'll start with some clarity around all of these words that I'm throwing around and then we'll get into the meat of the sexual pleasures and how shame, doubt, and fear might come up. And then finally, we will end happily with the challenge, all puns intended. So let's get to this clarity piece. Let's make this crystal clear. You get me? Let's take it back. Some of you may not be familiar with my Shame, Doubt, and Fear series. I did that with imposter syndrome, and I also did that with money. Please check it out if you haven't already. But let's break it down to the basics. What is shame? So it is defined that shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Woo, all right. And doubt is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. And lastly, fear, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or a threat. So we got our shame, we got our doubt, and we got our fear. Let's bring it back around because this is a part two. So I have to ask who watched the two shows on Netflix that I recommended from part one. The first one I mentioned was The Principles of Pleasure. And both of these are limited series. It's a couple episodes. And the second show is Love, Sex, and Goop, G-O-O-P. The reason why I mentioned it last time is because we discussed the non-sexual pleasures for our last episode. So if you haven't listened to that, please pause this and then come back. I'll be here. I pinky promise I won't disappear. But go back and listen to that because it'll kind of sink in more when you do. And as a reminder, May is International Masturbation Month. M&Ms is what I'm calling it. I don't know why. And I keep saying that over and over in my head, 
to shake that awkwardness off from myself because consciously to think about masturbation for me is like, oh, you said it out loud. Like, of course, I'm not going to assume everyone has done it, but I do want to like, that's me air punching. (laughs) I want to knock out the feeling of the consciousness of it's wrong to talk about masturbation especially as a woman. But the reason why I want to keep mentioning that May is International Masturbation Month, because as a woman, that was something I felt like I couldn't talk about because it always seems as though the male figure is cool. Like everybody, oh yeah, they do that. They have their their lotion. They have Vaseline, which is, how is that even possible? Whatever. Um, or nothing or a rag next to the, or a t-shirt, whatever. But that's like the norm. And it might not be that comfortable to talk about, but it seems like everybody knows about it. Kind of like, (laughs) I feel like as black people, we know a lot about white people stuff. And the reverse isn't as common, where we know the different shampoos y'all might use, how often y'all wash your hair, if y'all use lotion or not. And maybe I shouldn't stereotype, but those who are listening, you know what I mean. So I want to normalize things that we have deemed to be only for one group of people. And the majority of us masturbate. What came up for you just now? Because I feel great saying it, which I'm very proud of myself. I thought I would feel a little awkward talking about this, but uh, you feel that? That's growth. So let's lead into our conversation. So the Global Advisory Board for Sexual Health and Well-Being, they created a working definition of what sexual pleasure is. And sexual pleasure is the physical and or psychological satisfaction and enjoyment derived from solitary or shared erotic experiences, including thoughts, dreams, and autoeroticism. I hope I'm saying that right. (laughs) Self-determination, consent, safety, privacy, confidence, and the ability to communicate and negotiate sexual relations are key enabling factors for pleasure to contribute to sexual health and well-being. Sexual pleasure should be exercised within the context of sexual rights, particularly the rights to equality and non-discrimination, autonomy and bodily integrity, the right to the highest attainable standard of health and freedom of expression. The experiences of human sexual pleasures are diverse and sexual pleasures ensure that pleasure is a positive experience for all concerned and not obtained by violating other people's human rights and well-being. And that is from the Global Advisory Board for Sexual Health and Well-Being adopted the WHO, um, which is the World Health Organization, working definitions on sexual health and sexual rights. After hearing me read that, Do you notice any changes in your posture? Are you sitting upright? Are you slouching now? Are you kind of sitting back more? Did you, did you notice a shift in yourself? Cause sexual pleasure is the physical and or the psychological satisfaction and enjoyment that comes from you pleasing yourself 
or with another person or others, however you like it. You are within your rights to get it in as long as everyone else is consenting to the pleasing. Or it could be just your thoughts. It could be just your dreams. I'm saying this because I need to hear and I want to release the shame. I want to release my doubt. I want to release my fear that I've always kind of had in the back of my mind about talking about sex or sexual pleasure. And doing some Googling on this topic, it's apparent that I'm not alone. Like I'm not the only one. There's so many articles. There's so many different angles. People have come from this, whether it's based off how they were brought up, their family, their culture, their religion. And I know I'm leaving out so much more, but who else has felt shame about wanting to have sex? I know I have. If I am perceived to be the good one, a good girl, a good woman, a good person, and everyone is kind of keeping it hush-hush, if no one's talking about it, people are judging other people for having it or talking about it, you pick up on signs like that. Like, I don't want people talking about me. I don't want to be devalued. I don't want to seem less than. So yes, there's been a lot of shame and doubt and fear around sex and talking about sex, even though I wanted it. Both can be true at the same time, but for some, it could feel like it's all or nothing. And the question is, do you want it to be all or nothing, you know? So in addition to feeling shame about wanting to have sex, even the feeling of wanting to explore your body, you don't want to be seen or deemed weird in case somebody walks in and like, what are you doing? That is, that can be an activator for judgment. And like that could stick with you and your brain holds on to that. Like, nope, not doing that again. Having that shame of wanting to explore being curious so having both thoughts of oh I, I probably shouldn't be doing this but then you're doing it anyways so you end up not talking about it with other people and figuring things out on your own maybe you learn about watching tv or eavesdropping on older adults or older kids talk about and kind of picking up and putting pieces together and I'm just thinking like can y'all imagine if we all learn how to drive from just watching TV? Like seriously, like just driving the damn car at 100 miles per hour, like up a ramp and like just ramming in the back of a car that we get mad at because <laughs> you want them to move. Why is this anything different? And for many of us, we've kind of been left to figure shit out on our own. But luckily, we're all adults who are listening to this podcast for the most part. I believe we're all adults. We can start experimenting. We can start educating and expanding our knowledge because there's so many resources to do so. But how often when you feel shame, doubt, or fear, you kind of just keep to yourself and you hold back from experiencing pleasure. And I know... I've been mad. I know I've been frustrated at myself or sad. And maybe my husband would be in the mood, but I'm like, no, nope, I don't want to. Whatever the reason might be, I'm upset. 
I'm angry, I'm mad, this and this happened, I'm upset, this isn't working out, I don't want to do anything. I'm literally holding myself back from pleasure. And recently, I started being aware of what I was doing because I, I didn't understand it. But ask yourself in those moments, if you're mad, if you're sad, if you're frustrated, you can still feel that. Do you have to hold yourself back? from experience and pleasure? Why can't it be both and? Yes, I'm, I'm frustrated that this thing at work didn't work out. But yes, I would like to experience pleasure for myself. Like I deserve that. And it takes me back to thinking that I have to be this perfect person. And even if you don't use the perfect word for yourself, maybe you don't describe yourself as being perfect, but ask yourself, when was the last time where you were upset at someone else? Somebody either cut you off or your boss was being a d <laughs> or your friends let you down and you're with your significant other and you bring that anger to them. They might be having a great day. They might be feeling good. They might want to spoil you, maybe cook you dinner, run your bath water, get you a massage or either massage you. And you're like, no, I'm mad. What type of shit is that? Like, really think about that. And this is not a moment to judge yourself, but just ask yourself, am I refusing myself pleasure? whether it's non-sexual or sexual. And in this moment, what is coming up for you? Recognize that emotions are temporary experiences. They come and they go. They don't define us. They are experiences, people. That's it. And I got this message from my guided meditation this morning about shame. Come on, divine timing. Come on. You can't make this stuff up. I swear my guided meditation for the Calm app was about shame. And the message literally was emotions are temporary experiences. Yes, you have a right to be mad. Yes, you have a right to think your boss is a dick. <laughs> You have every right to even feel shame. Yes. Yeah, you can be disappointed. But, and you can still receive pleasure. And if that's something that has you sitting up straighter, then you came to the right podcast, peeps. Because you are now tapping into the foundation of being able to accept and receive pleasure, whether it's non-sexual or sexual. And I told y'all I had some challenges that I wanted to present. So you get to kind of run through them, pick your own. So the first one is, you got to listen to part one of Pursuing Pleasure from last week. If you've done that, kudos to you. You get A plus 100. You, you've already, like, you're killing the game. You're about to get some extra credit. So if you haven't, again, no worries. You can listen to it now because the next challenge that I'm about to list will make more sense to you. But you're smart. You'll pick it up if you keep listening. So the second challenge, with your list, 
of non-sexual pleasures, I challenge you to commit to doing at least one of them today. When you have remembered, because it's, it's always been within you, you've always had this, but maybe your pleasures were overshadowed by life just lifing, you trying to figure out how to be an adult, take care of kids, maybe take care of parents, take care of yourself. I get it. But when you pick that one activity from your list of non-sexual pleasures from last week's episode, and you're doing this activity, whatever activity is, mine was listening to music and like, oh, that feeling, y'all. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. <laughs> oh, my heart. Oof. And I was talking about running a bubble bath. But when whatever that activity is that gives you that sense of just <sighs> peace, love, and just, geez. No words can really explain the feeling, but... I want you, when you're in that moment of feeling that joy and limitless and that comfort and excitement, I want you to say out loud, I deserve this pleasure, whatever the activity is. In doing so, I want you to notice the sensations in your body. When you're doing this non-sexual pleasure activity, blowing bubbles, laughing with someone, eating a dope meal that's oh, so flavorful and so good and so fresh. And you're like, I deserve this pleasure. Check out your toes. Are they tingling? Do you have butterflies in your belly? Does your heart start beating a little bit faster? Maybe you get chills all over your arms or maybe your, your scalp starts tingling. Savor that as reinforcement of yes I really do enjoy this and yes I want to continue to feel this and yes you damn right I deserve this feeling so those who have listened last week you got your activity you're gonna do it today but you're gonna say it out loud I deserve this pleasure and for our third challenge <laughs> But it is not at all least. It is the most powerful challenge. And it's a challenge for a reason. And it's the third one for a reason. So as you're engaging in any form of sexual pleasure, albeit solo, if you are with another person, when the getting's getting good, or should I say the getting's getting better than good, Say those same words out loud. I deserve this pleasure. Did you feel that? I know y'all felt that. You could be in front of the mirror with yourself. After a shower, say that shit. Look at what God created. You. God created a whole you. You are a part of the universe. There's nobody else. No one else could ever. No, nobody. So since that is the case, you can't fail. But you can 
Give yourself permission to experience this pleasure. And I'm going to keep saying it because if you're anything like me, you didn't hear this for 30 plus years. This might be the first time you've ever heard anybody say anything like this. It could be the third and it still feels just different. If you felt uncomfortable anytime during this entire episode, you know what? You are completely normal. And if you're really excited about this conversation, you're normal too. All of us have our own past experiences. All of us have our own perspectives on this unique topic. So we will all see many different sides to this, but either way, I celebrate you for being curious. I celebrate you for trusting yourself to make the decision that best suits you on how to pursue pleasure for you. So just remember that this is just an invitation to give yourself permission to experience pleasure as often as you want, as often as you need, as often as you deserve it. And you are the one and the only that truly gets to decide. Not me, not your family, not your spouse, nobody but you. So I hope you know that when one of us shows up just a tiny bit in this energy, it allows others to do the same. When we are each encouraging one another to ride that wave of pleasure, it changes the entire lens of this life that we're living. Just think about how much that simple shift can impact the relationships, the connectivity, the peace, the hope that's in this world. And as a sister, a daughter, a auntie, a friend, a colleague, a wife, and so much more, I want to like pop open the opportunities so that we can give ourselves permission to receive pleasure in all forms. And if you aren't experiencing pleasure, how much of that message is being passed down to your kids? How much is that message being passed to your spouse, your siblings, your parents, your friends, your colleagues that I don't deserve pleasure? I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to feel pleasure or you don't have time for pleasure or I don't have time for pleasure. It then shows them the same. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you're holding back from exploring or experiencing or allowing yourself permission to receive and give pleasure to yourself, then it's showing up in multiple places. It is not just your relationships, your friendships, your sex ships. It's all the ships. It could be your work relationships. It could be your neighbor. Like if you are holding back from receiving pleasure and pleasure could be in the form of someone saying, hey, I've been seeing you working so hard. I want to take some of that work from you because I want to learn. And you're like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. You just stay. Close that door. Close that door. Nope. Don't please me at all. And again, this is not to shame anyone. This is to raise your awareness, to raise your consciousness of, oh, how am I showing up? Am I allowing not only others to please me, but am I pleasing me in multiple ways? So the question is, 
Do you deserve pleasure? Thank you so, 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 so much for rocking out with me until the end. And if you know anyone who is looking to expand their skills, awareness, or energy in their corporate career or business, please share this podcast with them. You can go ahead, pick your favorite episode. You can invite them to join us dope peeps in Crystal Town as we unstuck ourselves from unconsciousness of our habits, our experiences, and our perspectives that are no longer serving us. They can also visit crystalclearpurposes.com to learn a little bit more about me. Now, you each have three challenges that you can complete on your quest of pursuing pleasure. Some of y'all are ahead of the game, and for that, I say kudos to you. For everyone else, hurry up so we can all talk about our aha moments, or you want to keep it to yourself, that's cool too. I love it here. I really do. Even though at times I ask myself, why am I doing this? Does anyone like really, really enjoy this? Like seriously? I also need reminders, y'all. So keep sending them my way. I'm on LinkedIn at Crystal Simmons with the peace fingers in the middle. Or you could hit me up on Instagram at Crystal Clear Purposes. And that's a wrap, peeps. I'm Crystal, the Unstuck Corporate Coach, telling you to stay curious. And we'll talk next week. Until then, get unstuck, peeps.